0: So I'm joined by Lee Asprey, who's from County Durham and Darlington Fire and Rescue Service. Thank you very much for joining us today, Lee. I wonder if you could just tell us a bit about what you do at the fire service, please.
1: Yeah, I'm the um, Community Safety and Arson Reduction Manager. Principally, I look after the vulnerable within the community and a, a pretty large team of um, community safety officers that will go out and, and visit those people in their homes and give fire safety advice. And they're vulnerable for a whole range of, of reasons, quite often um, you know, bed-bound and that type of thing. So we, we give advice uh, and guidance and work with our partners, such as uh, community safety provision from, say, uh, NHS and that type of thing. You know, um, nursing staff that might be visiting homes and things like that. We also look after young people in, in terms of uh, youngsters that need some form of uh, fire safety intervention and guidance. So they've come to us probably by by uh, referral from schools and, and that type of thing, you know, and they've got themselves into a bit of bother with uh, some fire setting and antisocial behaviour. And then I'm also responsible for arson reduction uh, and uh, fire investigation. They sort of go hand in glove with each other. A lot of that's to do with uh, deliberately set fires. That could be fly tipping that's been dumped at the side of the road and then someone happens across it sets fire to that or something a little bit more sinister so we'll work with the police uh, scenes of crime department and CID to assist them uh, to recover as much evidence as we can from those scenes.
0: So what sort of approach would you take then with people when you're talking about uh, avoiding fires being started in the first place what sort of interventions might those be if you do meet up with young people for example?
1: Yeah in terms of the intervention side of life that's a, that's a pretty much focused on trying to get them to understand the causational issues and then what could go wrong uh, for them. So it's quite often, you know, people will waggle their fingers at them and, and say, don't start fires, you, you, you're you causing a mess or, you know, think of others and that sort of thing. But, you know, the one of the primary things to think about really is things that they are doing can go wrong pretty quickly. And then from that point of view, it's, it's trying to get them to understand how their behaviours have ongoing ramifications for themselves, for others, for the environment. You know, if you set a fire, you're destroying a lot of uh, our ecology, etc. So it's trying to get them to see an opportunity to change their mind, to say no, uh, certainly if they're in a peer influence sort of situation, to step away from that and walk away not feeling that they've lost face uh, but also equipped and resilient enough to say, no, this is the wrong thing to do, let's go do something else.
0: So as we're getting closer now to the 5th of November, we're starting to hear fireworks sort of on an evening now. What is your message uh-huh. to, to listeners who are starting to think about buying fireworks, about building a bonfire? What's the general uh, sort of message from the fire service?
1: Well, I think our message would be that they're doing the right thing if they're thinking now before they purchase anything. So very first thing you need to think about is, is where are you going to hold your family firework? gathering and display in the garden or wherever so if it's going to be in the garden um, they need to make sure that it's at least eight meters long from the home now when i say eight meters from their home they also need to think about other homes and other structures nearby so it's not just a case of saying it's a linear measurement from the back door or the patio out eight meters it's you know you want to think of that as a a radius really and, and think about is there anything else that the firework, once it's activated, could impact against? Hence the reason we say eight metres. So that's your first consideration. After that, really, it's it's looking at where are you going to buy the fireworks from? So they need to come from a reputable dealership. Um, so, you know, a lot of the, the large supermarkets will sell them. Uh, there are a couple of um, um, specialist shops around the uh, County Durham and Darlington that sell them um, all year round actually, uh, and will do organised displays. So you need to go to somewhere where it's it's a reputable retailer. Whatever you buy, though, uh, in terms of a firework, you must carry either the CE or the UKCA mark. That's your standard. That's telling you that. Uh, It comes up to uh, EU and our standards in terms of um, safety, etc. In addition, you'll probably find that it's marked, or I would hope it's marked, BS 7114. And again, that's that definitive stamp that's telling you that is a safe uh, firework. And that's the the sort of thing that you should be uh, purchasing and using uh, around the home. And then we would ask people to think about the firework code and how it's going to work with their party uh, that they're going to have. So, you know, some families will have maybe drinks and and food on and that sort of thing. And that's that's great. You know, that's what everyone wants to do. There's nothing uh, better, I think, than a firework uh, party if it's um, if it's run well and safely. All the fireworks need to stay in a box. So this is a basic tenet to the fire, firework code. Everything stays in a box until you're going to use it. Think about where it's going to be positioned. So again, going back to that eight metre idea uh, and make sure there's no overhead structures or obstructions. So if you're going to launch some rockets, they need to uh, go vertically straight up, not at an angle or anything like that. But equally, we want to make sure they go straight up and don't strike the bow of a tree or something along those lines. Only light one firework at a time and use the taper that's provided. Now, I've seen... People uh, like uh, fireworks themselves using a lighter. The problem with that is, it's not at arm's length. You you're crouched over the top trying to use your other hand to, you know, stop the breeze blowing the flame, which means if you get an instant reaction from that firework, you are far too close to it. So uh, a taper gives you that arm's length plus you're know, nearly um, nearly thirty centimetres long. These tapers, so that's another foot of of length. Uh, That keeps you away from the uh, firework. And then I would say keep the sparkler section, if you're going to have sparklers, and why not? But if you're going to have sparklers, keep that separate to the fireworks being uh, lit. So you don't want sparklers going off and then walking through a group of children with your firework heading off down the garden. Sure. Just in case you end up with sparks uh, uh, landing on that. Um, and then, whoever is the designated adult responsible for the fireworks, that's their role. Please avoid alcohol until you finish that role. Um, doesn't take long, does it? your know, firework display in the garden, you know, 15, 20 minutes or so. Um, just um, light the fireworks as per the code. Uh, and then, uh, if anything does not activate, so you've got a dud firework, leave it for a good 30 minutes. Don't go back to it at all. Don't try and relight it or anything like that. Just leave it for thirty minutes.
0: And you mentioned sparklers just there. I mean, it's a long time since I've held onto a sparkler. Can you just give us a bit of advice, particularly if it's the if it's kids' first time this year holding a sparkler? Uh, is there any sort of you know advice guidance you can offer there?
1: Yeah, if you're going to buy sparklers, you also buy carrots.
0: Right, <laughs>
1: right. So. I've said this before to loads of people, so I don't understand. Right, it's quite simple, really. If you buy a carrot that's, uh, you know, the right sort of dimensions for the um, little people that you've got at home that you want to to, use these sparklers. So if you buy a carrot and then chop off the sprout end or the the stalk end um, and you fit the sparkler into that so the children aren't actually holding the metal of the sparkler at all they're holding the carrot the carrot gives you a, a little bit more extension as well so it's further away from from uh, fingers and eyes and all that lot uh, i would still advocate though w- you know everyone should be wearing gloves uh, even though they're holding the carrot um, they should stand still whilst the are the sparklers operating and always have a, a bucket of cold water Nearby, so when the sparkler is finished, you drop that into the drop the sparkler into the bucket. Um, equally, if someone did get a, a minor burn or whatever, you can dunk that straight into the cold water and um, ease that. So yeah, always use carrots that's, for sparklers. That's
0: good advice. I've never heard that before. It makes sense, doesn't yeah. it? Um, you were talking earlier about the, the marks like the CE mark and the UK CA mark and buying from places like supermarkets, and we sometimes hear about illegal fireworks. So what what is it about those that makes them illegal, and, and why should people avoid those?
1: I, th- I think the major thing with illegal fireworks is um, they don't conform to our safety standards, and we're quite uh, stringent in this country on safety standards, for good reason. You know, it, it is uh, pyrotechnic. So, you want it to operate in exactly the uh, prescribed manner every time you want it nice and safe. And if it's supposed to throw uh, a nice shower of sparks into the air and change color, that's that's what we want to see. What we don't want is the side of a, a firework to rupture or to be um, um, side heavy. So, if it's heavier on one side than it is on the other, that can cause the sparkler to start to bounce. And if it bounces, and it's on uneven ground, for instance, then it could turn over and start activating, firing off its fireworks all all over the place. So we don't want any of that. Um, I think sometimes as well, people think if I bought it cheap out the back of a white van, it must be a big bang. Yeah. You know, it's going to give me a bigger bang. And quite often it doesn't it has very very few effects and the the, the effect is a bit that we all go ooh and ah at you know it's yeah, the yeah. the bright colors in the air that's what we want um so there'll be very few effects quite often it'll just um give you a fairly cheap lackluster performance in the air uh, And i've seen them before where they've lifted off and detonated far too close to the ground as well so you can end up breaking windows uh, and putting people at risk. So illegal fireworks are just not rated uh, to our standards and uh, don't conform to any sort of real safety uh, uh, legislation at all. So I would avo- uh, always avoid them wherever you possibly can. And
0: something that often goes hand in hand with fireworks is bonfires and people be starting to, to think about collecting wood and garden waste and that sort of thing. What's the, the advice and, and position on uh, bonfires?
1: I I think our advice would be seriously consider why do you need to have a bonfire if you want a bonfire see and experience that then go to an organized display Um, they'll have a pretty sizable bonfire and the wood that they'll use will be clean free of paint and any other chemicals and that sort of thing and it'll burn freely um and and it's safer generally all, all around whereas with um Bonfires at the home, they're they're the complete opposite of a firework. A firework is is regulated, you know, it will give you uh, an interesting display, etc. Whereas a firework, uh, sorry, a bonfire tends to just give us, you know, waste and and contamination in the ground and a lot of unpleasant smoke in in the area. I was talking to a group of um, ladies the other day, actually, and um, one of them commented that it appears to them that bonfire night's the one time of the year where you stop being a, a good and respectful neighbour. Yeah, And I was like, all right, I was, how do you see that? And then when she explained, you know, the waste, the mess, the smell, um, you know, the effect on um, plants, et cetera, and the ecology. And, you know, if people start building their bonfire early, then wildlife may well move into that bonfire. And we know hedgehogs like to take shelter in in a structure like a bonfire. So, yeah, to me, I think it's something that's a bit archaic now, you know. We've moved on from that. I I, I do enjoy it when it's a a proper organised display, but the risk is far greater with a bonfire of things drifting away you're burning embers etc or partial collapse and that bonfire collapses against the garden fence or um you know uh, against your neighbor's garden fence or, or whatever and causes damage and it just it, it is far too risky an event i feel uh, really bonfires okay. so go to a display
0: if listeners are interested in going to an organised display, um, will you have some information about that? Do you have things like a social media page and, and website and things people can go on?
1: On our website, as of Monday um, the 23rd, uh, we'll have a list of um, organised displays that we, we are informed of via um, uh, Durham County Council and Dartmouth Borough Council, as well as uh, a number of um, uh, sort of well run well respected if you like uh, uh, bonfire displays that run on a regular basis and they could be uh, sports, um, uh, sports teams that put those on and that sort of thing you know and we, we see them done at a very high standard each year uh, so that will be on our social media we have quite a few social media feeds most of our crews our operational crews based out in the community, have their own social media, so they'll be sharing information about what's going on uh, around them as well and giving advice. Um, So, yeah, if you you go to our website, um, you'll uh, you'll be able to pick up some information about where the organised displays are from Monday the 23rd of October.